to the Mirror Image podcast. If you don't know me, my name is Alyssa, and I'm the host of this podcast, and welcome to another episode. I have a little story for you guys, because this morning I got up at the crack of dawn, 6.45, to go to a senior student meeting or something, talking about applying to college and all that stuff, but The funny thing is, I have not woken up that early since, I don't even know, like since probably July when I like worked an early morning shift, but nowadays because of my schedule, I either get up at 8 to 8.30 or 7.30. Maybe I should clarify and say that I am such a terrible morning person. I am not a morning person at all. I have such a hard time waking up, and so I was late to the meeting, shocker, I know, and yeah, the meeting wasn't that interesting, but I just thought I should share because I'm recording this episode at 9.42 in the morning, and I have never recorded a podcast episode in the morning. I'm always an afternoon recorder, normally because I record on the weekends, and that means that I usually don't get up till like 10 or 11 on the weekends, but today we're getting things started because I kind of forgot that it is basically the middle of September, like this month is flying by. I literally thought I recorded an episode last week, but it was actually two weeks ago, so I'm gonna get this episode up now, but I just wanted to talk about this issue, this conversation because I listened to Emma Chamberlain's podcast, Anything Goes, and she did an episode where she talked about plastic surgery, and I thought that was really interesting because I have a very strong opinion on plastic surgery, and so I just wanted to, you know, like, share my thoughts, and then also I'm gonna leave, like, a little chat box thingy in Spotify, um, where you guys can all put your thoughts in, and also I've thought, whoa, I've thought about starting, like, um, a Geneva, which is, I basically, I think this, like, kind of Discord almost thingy where you can, like, share, where you can share all your thoughts on the topics that I discuss, so I might start that, or I could start a Discord, I'm not sure, I just want to have, like, a little place where I can hear other people's thoughts, because, I like to look at, like, a lot of other people's opinions before forming my own decision, and so although I have, like, one opinion right now, I know that, you know, it has a strong possibility of shifting if I hear from other people's perspectives, but before we do that, let me just talk to you guys about the weird part of life that I'm in right now. So, I am, if you guys don't know, I'm taking classes at my local college, So, I don't really go back to my homeschool anymore, and I have a very independent shifting schedule, so I can do pretty much what I want in the mornings most days, and, like, I drive myself, so I have a lot of leeway of, like, what I'm doing and where I go and planning out my own schedule, basically. And while that has been really nice, I think, for me to calm down and relax, I also feel like maybe I'm just not busy enough because in school it's very set it's like you have these classes and then you go home 
and then you do your homework and then maybe you go to your extracurricular or something and then you just go to sleep but now it's like you wake up you have a bunch of free time then you go to class then you have free time and you drive yourself then you have class and then you drive yourself back and then you have an afternoon to do something in so I am just trying to adjust myself to the schedule and I've been getting all my work done on time however I feel like I just maybe don't have as much work to do and that could be from like a bunch of free time I have I mentioned that I quit one of my really big extracurriculars or like hobbies in um one of the past episodes so yeah I haven't been doing that so I feel like I have a lot more free time but nothing to do it with to nothing to do with it so that's been kind of a weird adjustment thingy I mean I have stuff to do like obviously I need to get my college app stuff done which is you know it's coming along but it's not complete by any means so yeah and on the topic of college I am actually applying to some schools in the UK and that deadline is October 15th which is about one month away from the day this episode gets released which is so scary but I'm super excited. I love Harry Potter. I'm currently in the middle of re-listening to all the Harry Potter audiobooks and I forgot how good they were. Like, they're so nuanced or like layered in the conversations. Like, I'm listening to The Order of the Phoenix right now and there's just so many layers about like freedom of speech in schools and uh metaphors for like racism or stuff and other stuff like the house elf liberation stuff that I just like didn't catch obviously when I first read it because I was in fourth grade but I don't know I love Harry Potter so England has my heart and I don't know I just I want to try because I think if I don't try then I'll be upset with myself forever and I'll regret it that I didn't make an effort so here I am and that's pretty much all I wanted to talk about for my life update so hope that was interesting all of my updates for like the next straight four months will be about college and I'm sorry but that's the senior year struggle right now so if you don't like that feel free to just skip like seven minutes in on my upcoming episodes because they're all gonna be about college and sorry but that's what I'm dealing with right now. Okay, but let's talk about the topic of today, which is changing your appearance. And also, I want to have like a little side segment on plastic surgery. I guess I want to first start by talking about like what I define as changing your appearance. So, I think that changing your appearance is basically anything you do. So, I'm talking about um, like shaving, um, curling your hair, getting your hair dyed, uh, exercising to make your body look a certain way, doing makeup, all that stuff that focuses on your outward appearance is what I consider to be under the umbrella of changing your appearance. But within that, I feel like there's different subcategories. Like, I wouldn't necessarily consider plastic surgery the same thing as plucking your eyebrows. I don't know. It's just, it doesn't seem as extreme to me. But I wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, why we change our appearance um, and the 
consequences that kind of come with that negative and positive. So at least for me, I started changing my appearance. The first thing that I started doing to my appearance, I think, was I'm thinking about if braiding your hair or making your hair look nice is considered. I feel like that is considered. So it probably would have been braiding my hair, putting headbands in, or just doing my hair in an interesting way. That was probably the first thing that I requested to do to change my appearance. I wasn't into fashion really early on, and I'm talking like first or second grade, but I did, you know, have some concern, quote unquote, about my hair, and I wanted it to look nice. So that's probably the first thing that I did to want to change my appearance. And then the second thing I did, probably getting into fashion and then starting to choose different outfits and um, things that I liked. Although at that point in time, I don't know if it was because I wanted to look a certain way. I think I was being more creative and experimental with my clothes. You know, just like having fun, like dressing a Barbie almost. And then in third or fourth grade, I think, probably third grade, I, for some reason, just one day, I was in class and I realized that my ears stuck out a lot and a lot more than everyone else's ears. And that made me, I guess that was probably one of the first times that I felt really insecure about the way that I looked and then I wanted to change that. So (laughs) I went home and I would tape my ears like to the back of my head so that they would like lie more flat and I think I used just like regular scotch tape and I taped them back so that they looked more like everyone else's ears and they didn't stick out so much. (laughs) That's very interesting. I like how how proactive (laughs) I was being but yeah that's what that was like one of the first things I did and there's a lot of um usage of tape in all of my um stories I think yeah so that was probably like the one of the first things I did and I was really insecure about that and then in either fourth or fifth grade when I realized that my eyes did not have a crease and I don't remember like a specific moment when I realized that but I just something probably happened or I just started noticing or something or whatever and then I started to use tape to try and stick my eyelid into a double lid or so it had a crease rather than being a monolidded eye so I used tape to do that and needless to say none of my taping worked. But those were like the two times that I started to learn about plastic surgery and maybe even consider it as an option. So there is a surgery that you can do for eyelids to make your monolid a double lid and then when I was researching like how to get a double lid um, on Google that was one of the things that came up and so I looked into that and I also looked into for the ears there's like a surgery I think you can do to get your ears to not stick out so much and I thought and I thought and I was like 
you know what? This seems nice. Like, this is, you know, it's just a surgery to change the way that I look, and I want to look different, so why should I not do it? And at that time, plastic surgery did not have any negative connotation to me. It just felt like something that someone could do that I wanted to do, maybe, and that was the first time that I was introduced to that world of, like, changing yourself with surgery and changing your appearance with surgery. But as I grew older and I learned more about, I don't know, I just learned more in general about beauty standards, cultural standards, the racism and prejudice that like plays into um, beauty standards, and especially growing up as an Asian girl in a predominantly white area that I was not being fed like a version of beauty that really looked like me at all. When I looked more and more into the plastic surgery industry, the beauty standards that we are sold, even things like dyeing your hair, doing your makeup, and all that stuff, the more I learned, the more disillusioned I became with that whole like changing your appearance thing, and the more spiteful I kind of felt because I was angry that like this whole industry exists and is fed off of women's insecurities. I really do not like that idea. You know, there are a lot of industries, pretty much probably like all of them, that, you know, feed off of our insecurity, our FOMO, our jealousy, our desire for wealth, which stems from jealousy, or, you know, just like not good things, really, things that aren't really my inherent values, so I just became more and more upset with that, but that's not to say that I went off the rails and then didn't start caring about my appearance at all. On the contrary, I still do care about my appearance, and I know this might sound hypocritical, but I, I use makeup, I pluck my eyebrows, I shave, I, uh, curl my hair sometimes. I like to pick nice outfits that I feel like flatter me. And I do all these things, but I don't really, I want to keep my contribution to perpetuating like toxic standards and stuff to a minimum. So I don't want to say or do anything really that would make other people insecure or think about their insecurities in any way like that. And that's what kind of got me into my stance on plastic surgery, which is I don't like cosmetic plastic surgery, where it is solely for an appearance change, unless it's like um, some medical issue or, um, like, it's a accident, like, a burn victim or something, that is fine, but I think that, like, getting just a nose job or a facelift or something like that, I don't support it, and I really, really do not tolerate and dislike people who lie about it, because from personal experience, 
having looked at so many celebrities who I thought to be extremely beautiful, who I thought to be like the standard of beauty that I should strive for, and then comparing myself to those people, those celebrities who have had surgery, who have had Botox or facelifts or nose jobs, um, but who claim to not have had them, me just thinking that they were all natural beauties was really harmful to me because I thought, well, I'm an all natural person. Why can I not look like that? Or why do I not look like that? So I don't support people who lie. And I really just dislike the whole idea of changing your appearance solely for, I don't want to say like a vanity purpose, but just for an outward purpose, like nothing that is a medical condition or anything, because I just think it's so harmful to young girls. I think about like all the celebrities who get looked up to, and a good portion of them are looked up to like solely for their image and like what they look like. And other people try to strive to meet these standards, but these standards are inherently unreachable. Like, you couldn't get to it because that celebrity couldn't even get to it without the, like, actually altering their face with plastic surgery. I think plastic surgery in and of itself is kind of insidious, even if you're getting surgery and you're not going to lie about it. I still think that overall it creates unreal expectations, and it starts to create an expectation, I think, that you should get surgery to look better so that people will like you more, think you're more pretty. Like, even people who are like, oh yeah, I got a nose job, or I got a facelift, or a whatever, even though they're owning it, which I can appreciate because so many people lie, but even if they're owning it, they're still perpetuating those standards. And I think that, like, we have to think sometimes. I know we like to say, and we do have every right to say, like, you know, it's not my fault that I care so much about beauty standards because look at what society is doing to me. Like, this is society's fault. That's fair to some extent, but if you're not making any active effort to, like, try and combat these standards, then that's just kind of a little bit hypocritical to say. Like, if you preach about how you should love yourself regardless of what you look like and you get plastic surgery, I think that's hypocritical because honestly, like, you should practice what you preach and in this society where, yes, we are constantly bombarded with, you know, like, you have to look this way and you're not pretty and do this to be more pretty, owning who you are is so difficult but it's the only way to make this any better. So you have to at least try. Honestly, I think, like, it's a cop-out to get plastic surgery. And I know I have pretty strong opinions on this, so, you know, if you have other opinions or have, like, a nuanced take, I would love to hear it. Obviously, this is just my own opinion, and I guess there could be just some, like, projecting into it based on what I think, but, you know there's that for you. So take my opinion with a grain of salt or at least half a grain of salt. And now I want to talk also about just changing your appearance in general. So I think a lot of times that 
when we change our appearance, it's often associated with self-improvement. So, you know, there's like that whole trend of glowing up, which is like, if you don't know, it's where if you were like not that conventionally attractive as a child, but then you became like really conventionally attractive or pretty or beautiful or whatever as an adult, then that's a glow up. So that's what a glow up is. And the glow up culture, I think, is thinking that self-improvement is heavily focused on vanity and heavily focused on the aesthetics rather than the intellectual or emotional side of the glow up. So I kind of think about this as like glowing up versus self-improvement because I don't think they're the same thing. And to an extent, glowing up is just meeting the societal expectations of beauty that have been set on you. So I think like glow up culture in and of itself, to use that word, that long phrase again that I can never pronounce correctly, in and of itself, it's toxic a little bit. And, you know, I think there's always a little bit of nuance. Like, I mean, it can be fun to participate in like a glow up trend. Obviously, you're not the sole perpetuator of beauty standards just by doing your makeup or doing your hair or plucking your eyebrows or waxing or whatever. But I think that, you know, we should always think about, you know, like why do we do things? And I think a lot of glow up culture, why we do things, why we want to change our appearance is because we feel like we aren't meeting the standard of beauty that we want to meet. And and we feel bad about ourselves because we can't meet that standard and so we make an effort to. And on the other hand, self-improvement to me is emotional and mental and intellectual development. It's growing up and stabilizing yourself so that you feel like you're in a good place mentally. It's constantly learning from other people and expanding your worldview and I don't think that has anything to do with your appearance at all so I don't I'm not a big fan of the glow up if it's labeled under self-improvement like I don't like the whole gym culture I think or like the exercise culture or the YouTube glowing up culture of just trying to make yourself look better just for appearance sake. I much prefer the side of the glow up, the self-improvement that also includes or only includes mental, emotional, and intellectual development because I think that's the most important thing that you can do for yourself. I mean, I think that everyone's life goal should be to feel happy and secure in themselves, to feel at peace emotionally, and to go and discover and learn about the things that they want to learn about, and then try and make the world a better place. And in my view of how people should live their lives, of how we should all be trying to exist, there isn't a set appearance factor. Like, when I think about being happy, I don't think about an appearance. The first thing I think about is, like, a feeling of peace and fulfillment inside of me. 
nothing physical comes to mind when I think of being happy. It's only when you start to project what society thinks should be happiness onto yourself that you start to consider, well, maybe if I change my appearance, I'll feel happier, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. I don't know, I just think it's harmful to equate glow-up culture to self-improvement and, you know, if you are trying to improve yourself, I would always start emotionally and mentally. I would never start with thinking, you know what, that person is happy and they look this way, so I'm gonna have to start doing this so I can feel better, so I can look better and so I can feel better. When you feel good, you won't worry too much about how you look. It's when you're worrying about how you look that you don't feel good, in my opinion and from my experience. So I wanted to give my two cents on different ways that maybe I or other people participate in changing our appearance and then talk about like what I think is good, what I think is bad, and just the opinions on all the things. So the number one thing that I wanted to start with is body hair removal. So plucking your eyebrows, waxing, shaving, lasering, I forgot about lasering, all that stuff. Well, I think that yes, it can be, I don't know, it can feel really good to have shaved legs and then lie in bed because the sheets are like so soft against it. That's a really nice feeling. I also think there's definitely a a weird like infantile vibe around the lack of body hair because grown women are supposed to have hair to protect themselves and normally people who don't have hair on their bodies are children. So, you know, like when the ideal is to not have any hair, it's almost like perpetuating this idea of forever youth onto women, which I already think is a huge problem of women always trying to look youthful and, you know, the desire for women being for younger women, which is ageism and it's gross at any rate. So I think that, you know, if you want to shave, go for it, honestly. But like, I feel like there shouldn't be as much pressure to because it's a normal thing. And I also like, I shave my calves, but I don't shave my like quads, my upper leg. I don't know what you call it. The part above the knee. I don't shave that part of my body and I never have. And I don't know. I just like don't feel like I I want to, even though there's hair and it's visible hair, but I don't, I like just don't want to do it. And so I never have. Even on my calves now, I feel like I really don't shave as much. When I was dancing, I did shave my armpits but that's like what everyone did. So, you know, I kind of just did it too. And I feel like they might've talked to us about like shaving our armpits if we didn't because like everyone needs like uniform on stage. But yeah, so that's what I think about that. And then as for eyebrows, my own eyebrows are incredibly wild. So I do pluck them and I do shave them a little. But I like to maintain my natural eyebrow shape just because I think, like, the natural shape is the one that suits you best. But also, like, I think 
the whole like eyebrow thing is you know it's like so hard to manage and honestly like I don't care if it looks like there are overgrown bushes on my face because like I just do not have the effort to wax or thread or do any of that stuff and the same goes for mustache I don't really like care too much I have black hair so I think my mustache is more pronounced than other people's but you know like if I'm feeling uncomfortable about it then I will just like shave or wax it a little bit and so that's like one of the main things that I do personally that I change my appearance with. Another thing is makeup. I do makeup on special occasions but I don't like, although I think it can be fun, I don't like the overuse of makeup so that people think that that's what people look like all the time. Like when you see a bunch of celebrities on the red carpet with a bunch of like smoky eyes or whatever, if you're not, like, aware that that's not how people look, it can be a little bit, like, how do they look so good? I catch myself, like, thinking when I look at people on the red carpet, like, wow, they look so good without even comprehending or realizing that they're obviously wearing makeup. I just kind of, I don't know, it slips my mind. So, I would think about that when the next time you look at a person and you're, like, they look so good. Are they wearing makeup, though? Like, no one rolls out of bed with a smoky eye unless you forgot to take your makeup off, which always take your makeup off. And another thing that I really participate in is fashion and choosing clothes. I will admit though that the fashion world and what it deems fashionable can definitely be skewed towards a certain body type and that has definitely made me feel insecure about the way that I look in clothes, about the clothes that I feel like I can quote-unquote pull off. But I think, like, one thing that I have started to appreciate more is just the niceness of wearing, like, a loose piece of clothing. I used to be really all about, like, maintaining a certain shape, so I would wear, like, more figure-hugging clothing. But the more I, like, think about what I actually feel comfortable in, it's definitely something a little bit looser. So I'd say, like, if you are looking to increase your confidence in fashion, like, don't think about wearing loose clothing as something that's trying to hide you, but rather it's, like, it's letting you breathe. It's letting you feel comfortable in it, and I think a lot of figure-hugging fashion, although fashionable, can be a little bit, um, I don't know, like, perpetuating certain body types and standards and stuff like that, and a lot of fashion can be, but I think it's all about, like, finding what you're comfortable in. And, you know, like, I also think that fashion can be a fun way to change your ex appearance creatively, like, solely for creative purposes. Same goes for, like, makeup. You can do, like, fun creative makeup and stuff. You can do fun creative fashion. Um, and then when it comes to, like, plastic surgery, that's not exactly creative. But, yeah, I think when you think of yourself as not the piece of art, the thing to be molded and changed, but rather the thing where you can put art onto and express yourself onto rather than being the moldable thing, like you're the canvas rather than like a sculpture, a piece of clay to be molded. That's a much better outlook on how you should change your appearance because you're not truly changing yourself. You're just having fun and being creative with yourself. 
So at the end of the day, I think like do what makes you feel comfortable. I mean, obviously I still change my appearance, so I wouldn't judge anyone else who does. But, you know, there are some things I think that are obviously worse than others at perpetuating stereotypes. So, you know, I just think the first thing that you should always focus on is your mental and emotional health. And everything that comes after should only be things that improve that and that make you feel good and secure in yourself rather than trying to be good and secure to someone else's eye. Someone else's eye. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you have a great rest of your day. And that's all for today. Bye. Have a great day, your mom. Bye.